The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I got a call, I must tell you, as somebody a little bit outside of New York. And they told me that, uh, unfortunately, their daughter is off. I know what off meant. I said, what do you mean? She's off the derech. Why? We don't know. We send her to find space Yaakov. All of a sudden, uh, you know, she wasn't exactly base Yaakov girl, but she had, was very sweet, always had big emuna, always did whatever she needed to do. But uh, the way that she went around wasn't 100% exact like what she was taught. Now, we don't know what the next step is going to be. We are so afraid. It's been down and down and down and down and down. I said, okay, how could I help? We have a bar mitzvah in Flatbush, near your house, near where you live. It's our family. We're all coming in. She's coming together with us. Would the Rav be willing to talk with her to try to have Ashba. I said, of course, whatever I could do, I'll try. Could bring her. Okay, Rav, we got to ask her if she's willing to come. At this point, she may not be willing to come to you, so we'll call you. I get a call Thursday night. Thursday night, the mother emotionally tells me that the daughter was Moskim. I'm willing to talk to the rabbi. I heard of him. In this very study, knock on the door, Friday. The girl and her mother comes in, and the girl begins to talk with me, and tell me, not much use She's very happy that I'm giving her the time, but there's not much use because basically she is what she is right now. The mother stepped into the other room. I began to say, why? She said, I'm a lost cause. I said, a lost cause? There's nobody that's a lost cause. There's not one yid in the world that's a lost cause. No matter what a person did, no matter what a person went through, no matter where a person was, no matter what a person experienced, it doesn't matter. Every yid can come close to Hashem in one second. I can't say. What do you mean you can't say? Please, what's the reason you think you can't come back? She said, no, it's not that I can't come back, it's too late. I said, why? She said, I'm embarrassed to say it. I, 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 if it's okay, I don't want to say it. Whatever you want to say, say. Whatever you don't want to say, say. We went back and forth for a while, and I saw the Ehrlichkeit. I saw the sincerity of a Yiddish tochter, of a Jewish daughter, yearning to come back. It was a long, long conversation. Finally, she said, Okay, I'll tell you. One day, I didn't go appropriate according to the standards in our community. 
One of my teachers saw me and told me that I don't have Olam Haba. I don't have a portion in the next world. My teacher tells it to me. I realize she's right. What do I know? And so, from that point on, I went straight down. If I'm not getting in Olam Haba anyhow, might as well enjoy the ride here in Olam Hazeh. Do what I want. Have a good life. All the things that I thought I would never do, all of a sudden I thought about doing. I begged her. I told her, do you realize for one second the greatness in you, the greatness in a person that already made certain decisions and she was willing to come to speak to a a rav, a rabbi, who was willing to talk about all these things and things that are embarrassing and things that are very hurtful to an individual. And you came and you talked about it. And I see your sincerity. I see your Ehrlichkeit. I see how refined you are. You have Olam Haba. In order to lose Olam Haba, a person has to do certain things. And believe me, I'm a Rav. And I'm telling you, you didn't do it. I'm telling you, you have Gan Eden. You have Olam Haba. It's still right with you, next to you. And I began to tell her what it means. I began to tell her about Shuva. I began to tell her that even Paro Melech Mitzrayim, when he said, Micha Moicha Boilem Hashem, Hashem said, I accept you. Paro Melech Mitzrayim, Arosha. Hashem helped him. And he went on to be the king of Melech and Ninveh. How Hashem wants everybody to do tshuva. A person does tshuva, they're on the highest targa. They're on the highest level. In one minute I told her, you do tshuva. Whatever you need to do, you do. We all need to do tshuva. I promise you, young lady, I'm going to come to you and ask you for a bracha. You do tshuva. Bless me. She said, I can't believe it. All these weeks, I'm thinking that I lost it, that I'll never get back into Hashem's good graces. And now the Rav is telling me this. I want you to know, I didn't realize how long that she had been talking in the conversation. They knocked on the door. They came in. They said, Rav, it's... We don't want to disturb you, but it's... uh, Almost time for for candle lighting. I say, I tell you the truth. If you didn't knock on the door, I would have not known what time it is. I would have stayed probably until I realized that it got dark out because she is such a precious neshama. If you must go, Go. But I told her, you must give me your word that you're going to come back and that we're going to map out a road, a path, straight back to the highest level that a Jewish daughter can be on. She was Moscow. She agreed.
I can say, Hodul Hashem Kitov, she today is back even higher than she was before. We need to understand that there is a world out there, a world of the most wonderful Yidin in the world. As Rabbi Nachman of Breslov says, that you have 600 Oysius, 600,000 Oysius in the Torah. Those 600,000 Oysius, if Chas Shalom one falls off, you got to fill it in. If one becomes a little weak and the ink becomes light, you've got to go over it. There are 600,000 root Nishamas in Klau Yisrael. The whole Klau Yisrael is a Sefer Torah. If you find an ice, a yid that fell off in the Torah. You be the cipher. Put it back in. If you meet someone and they're a little shvach in their observance, you be the cipher. Fill it in. Esan nefesh. That neshama will be considered yours. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.